Hello and welcome to the Bucket Bliss Podcast. I'm Steve Swenson, CEO and founder of Bucket Bliss. And as you know, perhaps by now, I want to give you tips to increase your productivity, grow your business, and become the best advisor you can be as you create bliss for both you and your clients. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, common what-if scenarios that you can run using Bucket Bliss Advisor software. Um, specifically, uh, we'll end with problems like social security uh, and the health uh, of a spouse, the death of a spouse, insurance, taxes, unexpected medical bills, lump sum withdrawals, those kind of things. So um, why don't I first start by talking about some of the common what-if scenarios that I find and uh, I find personally as well as I find advisors across the country that use this um, use this software uh, illustrating uh, on uh, again on the uh, in the scenario illustrations and, and whatnot so now uh, we'll, 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 there, there is a number of there's a number of uh, what-if scenarios that uh, we like to talk about and that I'll, that I'll address here. But the first one is, what if the client is not yet retired? And how do I use the software for these pre-retirees? Well, as you know on the balance sheet, you can keep an infinite number of columns uh, to to call on and display on the printout. Uh, we call these balance points, but if it's easier for you to remember those as account review dates or, or something like that, uh, feel free to reference them like that. But these are the columns on the balance sheet in which you have the ability to uh, label however you would like, whether that's a, 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 a current date, a date of a current meeting, date of a future meeting, date of a past meeting even. Um, also, we've had advisors that uh, have come across clients that like to keep a tab on their cost basis within some of these accounts uh, listed on the balance sheet. And so they will, they will uh, even title a column cost basis. The most frequent what-if scenario that we teach advisors about and that I use in my practice is to uh, is to add a column of some future date uh, namely this this hypothetical date in which they're shooting for retirement so in this uh, in this example that I'll walk you through let's just assume that the client is 60 years old today and they would like to retire at 65 well, obviously, we don't know quite what they're going to have in terms of total assets at 65, but we know they've got, we know what they've got today at age 60, and therefore we can create a balance point uh, with today's date and list all of their cash and investment account balances as we know them. Now, then the uh, then the future cal or the uh, financial calculator comes into play by taking all of the investments that we're going to use for income and listing them 
in the financial calculator. Now, each time you add a line to the financial calculator, under the description, you'll be able to pull down the menu there, and everything that you've every description, account description that you have populated in the above two sections, cash and investments, will be visible there for you to just select. So. Let's suppose you have an IRA or a 401k with X number of dollars in it today. You know this client is going to be making contributions uh, at some level between now and his re proposed retirement in, at age 65. So we'll add an, a line item in the financial calculator, select 401k, put in the present balance, We'll put in also the anticipated contributions, both employer and employee contributions combined, and push those forward for five years at an assumed growth rate. We'll then be able to click the calculate button on the ending balance and come up with this hypothetical or approximate value of this 401k in five years with contributions. Now, the next step is key in that we add a, another column above uh, in the cash and investments. And in the cash and investments section, we will label this column, not today's date, of course, but we might even call it something as simple as retirement, or we can put a date on it five years in the future. Well, it's at this point we'll then carry that number forward or we'll carry that number uh, that we calculated in the financial calculator up to the, uh, that, that new column titled retirement in the cash and investments section. This will, uh, and then if we do this um, for each of the income producing accounts, or each of the accounts that we anticipate using in this scenario illustration, we can come to roughly or an approximate value of what their portfolio will look like in five years um, given the assumptions that we've made. Okay, The assumptions of contributions, uh, whether or not they make those, growth rates, whether they're high or low, and, and, and of course the time frame. So that gives us then a, a, a essentially a future a, a column on the balance sheet showing a future value of all of our of all of our assets. Now, as you know, in the scenario illustration, you have the ability in the global assumptions box, that's the gray the gray box in the top left corner, to select a balance point to use as kind of a measuring stick for filling the buckets. So you'll pull that down. You'll see, you'll see the phrase income plan using some number of the available some number. And, and that second some number, you pull down the, 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 uh, you pull down the uh, drop down box and select the retirement balance point. The, pal the, 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 the these are the these are the future values of our of our uh, of our current uh, current investment and current income producing uh, assets that that we want to that we want to uh, account for. So we'll select that. Now now your income plan will say income plan using zero dollars of the available whatever that number is. And now we're off and running. Now, keep in mind that if we do that, 
when we enter the initial distribution year and the initial investment year in that global assumptions box. Now, when we do that, we're going to want to make sure that we select uh, or that we populate the initial investment year with the uh, with the the year of retirement so so that we're using that number that we pushed forward if we don't and we use today's number it's going to take that future value from the from the balance sheet and push it at, push it forward again 5 years and so um we don't want to double uh, we don't want to we don't want to uh, ultimately end with a, a, a very, very inaccurate number if we were to do that. So make sure that the initial investment year is the year in which uh, they anticipate retirement, retiring. Now, the initial distribution year, which is, of course, real simple, that's the year in which they first take a withdrawal, that's also going to be the same year. So it's likely if we did this in 2016 and they're going to retire five years later in 2021, that, that both, of those, both of those fields will, um, both of the, the initial investment year and the initial distribution year are going to be 2021. Now, as a side note, the software will push forward those assets at a given interest rate. Uh, if we are not making contributions, we can simply ha uh, disregard the, the financial calculator on the balance sheet and just put in the initial investment year as 2016 and the initial distribution year as 2021, and the software will push those numbers forward using the appropriate growth rates associated with each bucket or each portfolio. But if we're making contributions to any of those accounts in those five years, it's more accurate to push those numbers forward with contributions using the financial calculator on the balance sheet and then and then um, and, and then uh, use the future date um, in both the initial investment year and the uh, in the initial distribution year once we've established the correct values in both the drop-down uh, menu on the global assumptions box and also the correct uh, years in the uh, initial distribution and initial uh, investment years then we're ready to run this illustration or run this create this scenario just as you would any other we'll simply make sure that the corresponding uh, growth rates in the in the uh, portfolios or buckets are appropriate the fixed rate is correct and that the inflation rate is correct I again like to use five-year durations in these buckets at which point we can then click the calculate button and let the software tell us how much money is going to go into each bucket uh, to provide the level of income that the client would like now um, this this is a great this is a great tool to really again set the table for the client so that they understand the distribution strategy but also to double check and see if they are on track uh, for 
uh, having uh, uh, for having enough money uh, in this hypothetical five-year uh, five retirement in five years that they anticipate. We may find that <clears throat> if the income plan doesn't illustrate a rich enough benefit for them or rich enough income, that changes have to be made. And of course, those changes can be made in the next five years by changing growth rates and contribution rates for some of their, their investment accounts or changing the time frame. They may need to wait for uh, retirement in six years or seven years. But by solving for the buckets, even before they get there, it, it really gives us a good, a good uh, read on how much money they're going to need to provide the income. So that's really the first what if, the big what if scenario that I, do, that I use uh, the Bucket Bliss Advisor software with um, on a very, very regular basis, particularly with clients that are not yet retired. Now, another very, very common what if scenario that I run is what if I take Social Security at 62 or my full Social Security age at 67 or what if I wait until 70 to take Social Security? Well, our software has a wonderful way to explain this. Now, as you well know as an advisor, anytime we postpone Social Security, you end, uh, you end up taking a greater annual benefit, but you can go five to seven to eight years by uh, of not taking it thereby thereby needing really to make up make up the um the the social security that you didn't take by having a greater benefit that pushes the that pushes the break even point given that uh, you know you have a greater monthly benefit that pushes the the break even point on social security out there a few a few years but what is oftentimes overlooked is the fact that if we postpone social security and we would still like the income in at 62 or at 67 that we want to retire without the in, without the social security benefit we've got to take that from other sources we've got to take that from our investments that are allocated among the four buckets so essentially what that will do is will necessitate a, a larger balance in a bucket one or a bucket two which theoretically should have a lower growth rate uh, in order to provide them with enough money until the higher Social Security benefit kicks in. So that's, that's sometimes a very difficult conversation to have in a very clear and, and, and formatted uh, um, dialogue with the client so that they follow it. So what I like to do is run two or three different income plans showing taking Social Security now at, at its current level. Another one showing taking Social Security at their full Social Security retirement age or any time in which you, they, they've inquired. And lastly, another one where you take Social Security at age 70. Now when you create a scenario and then copy the scenario, you have the luxury of going back and and changing the income sources, namely the start year of the Social Security and the amount. And those, that income sources tab, as well as the balance sheet tab, become unique to that specific scenario. So 
So the idea is to create a scenario that works for them using Social Security at 62. Then create another, social, uh, another scenario that works for them using Social Security starting at their full Social Security retirement age of, say, 66 or 67. And then the last one would be to create another scenario showing Social Security beginning at age 70. Of course, the Social Security benefit will be larger at age 70, but we will have had to account for income coming from our investments to make up the difference in the interim. So now... If we leave the income the same and the starting assets being fairly similar as well, the same because we would be all retiring at the same year, but that our other income sources, namely Social Security, would be getting at different times, we can then go up next to the scenario name, click Settings, and select Compare Scenarios. This will bring a, up a list of every scenario you've created for that client. This is where I would then click the scenario wherein they take Social Security now, another one where they, they take it at full Social Security retirement age, and then the last one where they take it at 70. And then up pops a little modal that is a very, very simple table that will show the client the beginning balance of all three plans, the total income from other sources from all three plans, and that one will be different, of course, with this, this scenario given the differing amounts of Social Security and the differing start dates. It will then show the total amount coming from the portfolios or the buckets. But ultimately, the nice thing is we will see the total income taken, and that should be identical, all things being equal. But the measure for many clients is what is left over? What is left over for my heirs? What is left over if I live longer than this income plan? And, and generally speaking, you're going to find that the social, if you begin Social Security earlier, thereby deferring using some of your money in those early buckets and being able to use it in its later buckets that are hypothetically more aggressively invested, you'll always come out considerably ahead by taking Social Security now and letting your money do its work in those later buckets. So that is the second big what-if scenario that, that, uh, that, that the Bucket Bliss Advisor software really helps, um, really helps with. Now, lastly, and this uh, I know we're running a little bit over time here, but uh, another question we get is how do you um, how do you tweak specific problems when it comes to poor health, the death of a spouse, insurance, taxes, unexpected medical bills, or lump sums? Well, as a practical matter, the very, very same strategy that I've illustrated using the different Social Security start dates can be had by uh, creating additional scenarios where you show the death of a spouse and the loss of the, the lesser Social Security benefit, um, where it, 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 you can also create scenarios wherein you illustrate a higher gross income in the desired income amount to compensate for average tax rates or for insurance premiums that they will be paying. Unexpected medical bills or other unexpected um, expenses, those can be handled right on the illustration 
right on the uh, scenario illustration, one of two ways. You can either add an income stage wherein you add the year and the amount of the desired income, whether that's uh, uh, more or less than they have been taking in the future. Generally, it's more than they've been taking presently, rather. Um, or you can, you can click into any of the buckets, buckets one, two, three, or four. Anytime there's an amount in the growth column, you simply click on that amount and a, a little modal pops up that allows you to make a lump sum contribution or withdrawal. So let's suppose you have an anticipated inheritance in 10 or 12 or 15 years. You can illustrate that simply by clicking on uh, one of the buckets, one of the portfolios, one of the numbers in the growth column, 10, 15, 20 years out, whenever that inheritance is anticipated to come, and add that amount. That will then, of course, dictate how much money you need now in bucket number three or four, for example. But you can also say, let's suppose uh, we're going to celebrate a 50th anniversary in eight years and f as part of this anniversary we would like to take all of our kids and all of our grandkids on a cruise and that may require an additional 30 or 40 or 50 thousand dollars this is this you can do it again you can you can illustrate that scenario one of those exact same two ways, either by adding another income stage and in that specific year take an extra 50k out or simply click on the um the gr uh, the number in the growth column in that given year in any one of those buckets and withdraw the money from there that again will force the software to overfund or underfund bucket number one two three or four based on the assumption that we have an inheritance or a big ex unexpected uh, expense coming now a lot of these uh, to, to finish up this podcast a lot of these scenarios are going to come to light every single time you meet with your client and do a uh, do an account review. Some of you do it quarterly, some of you do it semi-annually, some of you do it annually. I happen to do mine semi-annually uh, for my uh, larger clients and annually for my uh, uh, other clients. Now, every single time that you do that, uh, you're going to have the opportunity to talk about how things are going. I always begin with, how are you feeling financially? Do you have enough money? Do you need more? Are there situations coming down the pipeline that you see that you might need to plan for? Uh, and the beautiful thing about uh, the Bucket Bliss Advisor software is it can be used on the fly with the consumer, with the, with the customer, with your client. Uh, in an account review, up on the big screen, or simply tapping away on your laptop to provide them with the most accurate uh, uh, income plan when they leave based on, this, based on all of the things that you talked about.
So those are those are some of the big things and uh, and keep me posted on 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 if I've uh, I know sometimes explaining it without doing a web demo uh where we're pointing and clicking and showing you exactly where uh, is a little bit different but sometimes these podcasts can be helpful if you listen to them a couple of times and then jump on the software and you'll remember exactly what I'm talking about but should you need additional help feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to do a webinar, show you exactly what we're talking about. But uh, I want to remind you also, um, you know, if you have any requests for future topics uh, for podcasts or something to say about this one, head over to our LinkedIn page and leave a comment, uh, a question. And while you're at it, share this episode with some of your colleagues or other advisors who might find it useful. Thanks for listening today.